this morning. It says, O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before Him, come before His presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto Him in the song. So let's all stand together. And we're just going to praise Him. Look the page uh, up here. When I love to sing, let's just praise the Lord, okay? Uh, page 12. Page 12 in the celebration. Now. Let's just praise the Lord. Yeah, then praise Him, praise Him.
how that was made and those that weren't made. God, Heavenly Father, you know our hearts. And we're happy today because of it. We give thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Look to page 11. This is the page before that. Come up out of every blessing.
matter what. He's very faithful to us. You know, I may not be faithful to him, but he is very faithful to us. No matter what. Look at page 640. 640. This is a request.
That's where that prayer went in. I'm wrong with him. Pray to the Lord for that so many churches that don't even have those. Don't have those. But this altar was where I got married. This altar was where my two boys were saved. This altar was where my sister and my brother was saved. And there's countless other things that's happened in this altar. And I thank God that we had share with us today. Sure. We have a lot of sweet, sweet things to share. That's our job as a church to tell it. Amen. 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 Thank y'all so much. Anyone else have a word you'd like to share? Amen. Amen. Can you come up and you share with us 
sheltered in your arms and gone when you do that.
be here in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. Amen. Well, Brother Steve, I'll call on you. Unless anybody has anything I'd like to share. Well, I have the Lord. I the Lord this morning. Somebody else. I appreciate what Brother Bo said. There'll be no more praying and asking for our needs up in heaven. There'll be no more preaching. <laughs> Amen. But just praising God. Just praising Him who's worthy of our praise today. Boy, I tell you, I, I can't comprehend in this carnal mind what God has in store for those that love Him today. But he gives us a little taste every now and then when He allows us to, to sit in heavenly places such as here today uh, to get just a little taste 
of what he has in store for us. I'm, I'm so thankful for what I can feel down in my heart, and I want to thank the Lord for, thank the church for reminding the Lord. Uh, whenever, whenever the Lord puts a song on your heart, uh, if we've sang it once and the Lord says sing it again, let's sing it again. Amen. Amen. He wants you to testify, you testify. That's why it's so important to follow His leadership and His guidance. I can promise you it will not be null and void, but there will be something in it for everybody. And I'm, I'm glad of that today. Good to see each one of you. Those of you that's come in uh, here in the last little bit, we're glad to see you today. Uh, good to see you. Maggie's niece, that's your niece there. Good to see her. Came in from Tuscaloosa. We appreciate her being here. Appreciate the Wyndham's over here uh, for being with us today and all of each and every one of you that's here. We love you today. We really do. And uh, I could have sat over there and just continued to listen to these songs and testimonies and been just as satisfied as I could be. Uh, but I want to uh, got some scripture I'd like to read and a, and a rather a rather peculiar message, at least to me it is, uh, of, of, of what God has has sent. But if you'll turn in the 73rd Psalm, I'd like to read to you a Psalm of Asaph. And um, um, if we go back and look, you can find Asaph appears in, I think it's First Chronicles. Uh, Asaph was a, a psalmist, a musician. Uh, if I understand it right, he played the cymbals and, um, uh, uh, and was also a, a psalmist, a man who loved the Lord and gave praises to God. And, uh, but Asaph got in a fix like much of us, each and every one of us do. Uh, today when the devil puts something in our head or the devil tries with a temptation to convince us of something that's not true uh, or convince us that we don't have it as good as we think we do. And uh, uh, so uh, if you will, I'm going to read uh, 73rd Psalm. It said, Truly God is good to Israel even to such as are of a clean heart. Notice how he starts out here talking about how good God is to God's people, to Israel. But listen to what happens to him here. But as for me, my feet were almost gone, my steps had well nigh slipped, for I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. Now he's talking about the wicked here. Listen. He said, They are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore pride compasseth them about as a chain, violence covereth them as a garment. Their eyes stand out with fatness, they have more than heart could wish. They are corrupt. Sounds like we're talking about people of God, doesn't it? But Asaph's talking about the wicked. He said they are corrupt and speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak lawfully. They set their mouth against the heavens and their tongue walketh through the earth. Therefore his people return hither and waters of a full cup are wrung out to them. And they say, how doth God know? And is there knowledge in the most high? Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. Verily, I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in innocence. Well, was in a bad way here, wasn't he? <clears throat> For all day long I've been plagued and chastened every morning. If I say I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against the generation of thy children. When I thought to know this, it was too painful for me. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then understood I therein. Surely thou didst set them in slippery places, thou castest them into destruction. How were they brought into desolation? As in a moment, 
They are utterly consumed with terror. As a dream when one awaketh, so, O Lord, when thou awakest, thou shalt despise their image. Thus my heart was grieved, and I was pricked in my reins. So foolish was I, and ignorant I was as a beast before thee. Nevertheless, I am continually with thee. Thou hast holden me by my right hand. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but thee? There is none upon the earth that I desire besides thee. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For lo, they that are far from thee shall perish. Thou hast destroyed all them that go a-whoring after from thee. But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all thy works. Seems like some in this 21st verse there was some conviction that came upon Asaph for even having these thoughts that ran uh, through his mind. But we go back and, and, and we begin to look. Uh, Asaph saw good people suffering bad things and he saw wicked people prospering. And I'm sure that each and every one of us at some time or another, if we're honest, there's been times in our Christian life that we were made to wonder why others prosper, living so wicked year after year. We've seen that, uh, I think, in the song Father Along. We, 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 we asked that question, why others prosper living so wicked year after year? And I believe that it comes to every Christian today, uh, uh, we get thrilled when we get saved and we're, 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 we're joyous about what God did for us. But uh, a little ways down life's road, Satan's temptations begin to come at us. And Satan begins to get us to look at our neighbors who don't go to church or don't worship God. And and he points out to us uh, their prosperity in life and uh, what's happening with them and seemingly not having any problems in life. Now we know that we're backslid from God when we start wishing, uh, we start wishing bad things on our neighbor. We know then that we're backslid from God. But Asaph here uh, could not understand, and I believe that when he talked about being plagued uh, uh, with things, I don't think he was only talking about the children of Israel, but he was talking about himself. Maybe Asaph had some plagues that, that, that he was plagued with. I think uh, uh, the Apostle Paul uh, talked about the thorn in his flesh that he had uh, besought God uh, three times, I believe it was, to remove it. But God said, my uh, uh, grace is sufficient for you. And he would not remove that no matter how good a preacher Paul was, and he was a good one, uh, no matter uh, uh, how good he was, God would not remove uh, that thorn from his flesh. It was given to him for a reason. Yeah. And today I believe that you and I, uh, maybe my problems are not the same as your problems, but I believe if we're honest, Brother Chris, each and every one of us, have a thorn in our flesh today. We do. There's something uh, uh, in our lives uh, uh, that that is a plague uh, to us today. And so uh, here we find uh, uh, Asaph here. Uh, and thank God uh, he didn't let the thoughts that were going through his mind that he didn't go before the people of Israel and tell them that they had cleansed their heart in vain. Amen. I, I remember one time there was a, a preacher, and I didn't even know him, but uh, it was a good while back. I think he was from here in Blunt County, but uh, he had pastored churches, and he had uh, preached for a long time. And, and uh, uh, sometime or another, uh, he decided to commit suicide. I don't know whether he hanged himself or he shot himself, uh, but he left a note there saying that all of this that I've been preaching 
and all of this that I've been saying is a bunch of hogwash and I never believed in myself and a lot of people were astonished at this. I'm going to tell you, if you put your confidence today in the pastor or in the preacher today, you're on weak and shifting sand, but you put your confidence in God today. Amen. And what he does. And I thought about Asaph here. I'm so glad that when the devil put this thought in his head that uh, that that he didn't have any more benefits than the lost and dying world had, amen. That he didn't go and pronounce that to all the people, but he kept that within himself, amen. amen. But praise God today, the Bible teaches us that he went to the sanctuary of God. Amen. And he began to besought God. He began to search the scriptures uh, to find out why this feeling was inside him, to find out why uh, that he was envying those that didn't know God, those that were living wickedly day after day. And he began to besought God and the scriptures for that, amen. And God showed him that he didn't need to be envying those people, but he needed to be pitying them today. Right. Amen. Shame on us. Shame on me. Amen. When it ever crosses our mind that what we're doing is a waste of time. God bless. You. That what we're benefiting, amen, is no different from what a lost and dying world is benefiting today. Amen. I thought about this when he went to the sanctuary and he got help and he got answers from God. It would do us good today to come back to the altar every now and then when the devil puts a temptation inside of us and we're starting to give in to that temptation to find us an altar somewhere we talked about this morning, this altar here at Liberty Hill and all that this altar has witnessed and all that it's seen, amen. But I'll tell you today, if you start getting these feelings down inside you, if you become envious, amen, of the world and what she's doing today, you can come back to the altar of God just as Asaph came to the sanctuary and you can find help for your soul today. Amen. 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 I reckon God had me preach this uh, because I've been in the same shape uh, that Asaph's in. <laughs> Amen. There's been times in my life, and I'm not proud of it, uh, uh, but there's been times in my life uh, uh, where maybe my friends uh, or acquaintances uh, had something big planned to do uh, that I really wanted to go to uh, and be a part of. It sounded like uh, a lot of fun. Uh, Amen. Uh, and something because... Uh, of my dedication to God. Something because I put my life in the church. It hindered me from being able to go. And then I was just like Asaph. And I began to look. And I began to thank God. What are my benefits? I'm more than theirs. I'm doing everything that they want to do. But one time, Brother Randy Bertram, I preached a message. And he entitled with the nuggets uh, of salvation. Uh, amen. Uh, and he talked about the benefits uh, uh, that come along uh, with knowing God uh, and the free pardon of sin today. Uh, and then I'm starting to be ashamed. Uh, I believe Asaph uh, was ashamed uh, of that thought that even went uh, through him today. Uh, amen. When he realized uh, what the end of the wicked was uh, and how he didn't need to envy them, but he needed to pray for them and pity them. Amen. Amen. Boy, do us good uh, uh, to follow the example of Asaph. I'm afraid a lot of times when we get in this condition, amen, 
when we begin to think that we ain't got it no better than anybody else does. Amen. I believe it'd do us good if we'd seek the altar of God and come back. I'm talking about coming back to the sanctuary. Amen. Uh, no wonder I need to go to church every Sunday. I tell you what I got here this morning long before I ever stood at the book board, Brother Bo. I fed my soul and it gave me that that I stand in need of. Uh, folks, I want you to know, uh, when you testify in the Lord, uh, don't you think for one minute uh, uh, that you're wasting your time uh, or that nobody's getting anything out of it. Uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, when you start telling about your experiences uh, and you start praising God, uh, I need to hear that, and it fills me with joy, and I say, no wonder I'm part of the church today. Amen. The refuge. Amen. Amen. The battery charger, if you'll have it today, try for my life, for my soul uh, today. I, I begin to think about this, and, and uh, uh, Asaph was a godly man. You can read about him. Amen. And he was a godly man, and he loved the Lord. Amen. And if this can happen to him, it can surely happen to you and I today. Satan tries his best to put things in our head. I better not there. Amen. And before we know it, I will start believing his lies today. And before we know it, we'll become envious of our lost neighbors. Amen. I will start wanting to become what they are and do what they do. But I'm going to tell you when I come back to the altar of God and I get real, I'm going to tell you something. God will answer you questions if you'll ask him today. There's a lot of things that you and I will never understand. But I can promise you this. If you're dealing with a temptation that's bothering you today, if you'll take it to God, Search the scriptures today. Come to the church, amen. I, I don't have all the answers, I, but I'm serving one that does today. Amen. Amen. Boy, I love him today. Satan tried to convince him uh, that it just wasn't, it just wasn't anything to it. But you notice here that Asaph said, when he started off, he said, truly. God is good to Israel. He said, even to such as are of our clean heart today. I tell you, I've said before that I've tried to take inventory of the blessings that God has given me. And Brother Wayne, I lose count. <laughs> I just lose count. I start trying to name them, start trying to write them down all God's given and all he's done and I just lose count. I'm going to tell you there's some benefits in knowing the Lord today. I'm going to tell you I'll begin to think about this. If there was if we believe that there was no afterlife that there was nothing on the other side of the grave then we might have reason. I've heard people say that if there was no heaven, that they still would want to walk a Christian life because of the good that's in it. I don't know. I got scared of dying and going to hell. I'm excited about heaven, but I got scared of dying and going to hell. And I'm afraid that if there wasn't nothing in the afterlife, that I'd just live like a hog. I probably would. Amen. I would do everything that nature would have me to do. And we know what nature is today. We know what we are by nature. Amen. But because we believe that there is a judgment of God and that every man and woman, boy and girl, will be judged by God. Amen. And I believe that the Lord let Asaph see that if this wicked people that he envied Believe me, let Asaph see that if they don't change their ways, if they don't get their heart right with God, they will be terminated just like that. Just like that. The Bible teaches us.
Jesus was speaking, he spoke of a man whose ground brought forth plentifully. He had more than his barns would hold. Everything in his mind was based on this life and what I could do to better myself in this life. And he said, this will I do. I'll pull down my old barns and I'll build greater. I'll have a place to bestow all my goods, all my fruits. He was looking at retirement way. And I'm going to sit back and I'm going to live off that land. We're told not to call other people fools. But God said, Thou fool, this night thy souls shall be required. I'm going to tell you the end of the wicked is a dead end road. And we should never, ever be envious, be jealous. You see, by nature, there's some things that you and I tend to want to do. We, want to, we tend to want to have more of this life and what it has to offer. Everybody in the house today, if we wanted to, we could put our Christian life on the back burner. We could work more hours. We could get extra jobs. I'm telling you, you look around. There's help wanted everywhere. Even I could get a job. You get a job anyway. You could make more money. You could have more things. But we believe and we know that there's an afterlife. That there's a judgment. There's a judgment coming. I'm just as saved as I can be. Amen. And I don't believe I can fall out of the hands of God. I don't believe that today. I believe that when He saved me, that He sealed me. But this is what I do believe. And I believe it on the authority of God's Word. That He is a God of wrath. And if I be in one of His, choose this world and the things of this world, I will face the wrath of God on this side of I believe that with all my heart. With all my heart. There's a consequence that goes with that. The good news is Jesus taught us to seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. And all these other things that we try to work so hard for and make time for and strive for, he says they will be added unto you. So today, if you've got in the shape that Asaph's in, maybe you've looked and you've seen the wicked prospering and the devil has said, they don't serve the Lord. And look how they're blessed. Maybe you've, maybe you've had that run through your mind. I want to encourage you to come to the altar. Asaph went to the sanctuary. I believe it's all one and the same. He consulted the scriptures. He consulted God to find out what was going on. And he found out and God showed him how that he had held him by the right hand. I believe he let Asaph see the times of trouble that he went through and how God continually held his hand. Brother Bo, there's nothing I'd love more than to see you come up out of that chair and just run around this church. And I prayed for it. The church has prayed for it. I've gotten in the shape that Asaph was in when I question why does bad things happen to good people? I want you to understand God's got a purpose Amen. in everything. Amen. 
And He gets glory out of everything. Brother Bo, if you don't walk here, you're walking glory and I'll see you there. I'm telling you, you can come back to the altar of God you can find that peace and that hope. And He'll show you those same neighbors that I found myself envying sometimes, amen, I found myself pitying them, thinking, oh, what they're missing. Oh, what they're missing today. If you try to look at this thing carnally, it'll not make any sense to you. But you've got to look spiritually. And all things, all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord, of them that are called according to his purpose today. Amen. Moses said when he told them, the children of Israel there when he was commanding them by the commandments of God how to live, what to do, what not to do, he said, and be sure your sin will find you out. The wheels of justice turn very, very slow according to what we, how we see time. But mind you that they do turn continually. They do. There's nothing that we'll do in this life, good or bad, that God will not see it. And He'll know. He'll know. Rather than envying those that seem to be just taking in life and enjoying everything that they do and and seeming to prosper, never thinking about God, rather than envying them, be thankful we're not like them today. Be thankful today that God saved our soul and that you and I have the benefits. I'll say this in closing. I remember as a kid, And at that time, I loved to mow. I can't imagine that, but I loved to mow. My daddy had a riding mower, and, and I just thought that was the grandest thing in the world. And I, I wanted to mow even when the grass didn't need mow. And I remember on Sunday mornings when we were getting up and getting ready to go to church, not by my choice, but by my parents' choice. And I'd see one of our neighbors down there pretty day on his riding mower cutting his grass. And I'd say, but Daddy, they're doing it on Sunday. They're more than that. And even as adults, we see things that the wicked are doing. And if we're not careful, we'll become in Come get us a song. If everybody will stand. 552. 552. <laughs> Asaph never got the answers till he went to the sanctuary and he sought God and answered why he was feeling what he was feeling. I think Asaph was this close to standing before the people of Israel and telling them, you've purified your hearts in vain. You've purified your hearts in vain. That's how close he was. But before he could put out of his mouth what he was thinking in his mind, he found help from God. Before you cause any destruction, amen, before you make matters worse, you talking about somebody that can really have a bad influence on people is you let somebody that folks have confidence, a man of God that folks have confidence in, and let them turn and go the other way. And you watch a lot of folks begin to fall. Amen.
praise God, Asaph sought the Lord. Can you imagine if Asaph had gone and told David what he had in his mind? <laughs> Amen. Go ahead and sing.